following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. We pose the question, do you prefer your assassins in masks or miniskirts? On this episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast, I am your host, Sketch, and with me, I have... It's Kuro, and I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what the hell? Tiny miniskirts! <laughs> they're, they're decently long, actually. <laughs> and... Editorial writer, Laser Kid. And Steven, I just use social media. <laughs> well, I mean, I say I'm an editorial writer, job. but Steven's back on the podcast. I think you haven't been on since Superman. Yep, that's right. That sounds right. Always good to be with you, man. Job. We're going to talk about Licorice Recoil <laughs> and uh, what a show that is. But before that, we have some other assassins to discuss because uh, as we kind of uh, tipped off based on uh, Latin America Adult Swim's press release stuff Ninja Kamui is indeed starting February 10th on our Adult Swim and Toonami so that that came up faster than I expected <laughs> indeed but it is a, a welcome addition to the currently pretty stacked Toonami lineup. It is a good time to be a Toonami fan. Mm-hmm. And we got a new extended trailer, which has shown some significant changes from the preview that we got last year. In fact, the main character seems to be completely redesigned, though his design seems to maybe also be used for another character i don't know if you got a good design why throw it away but yeah uh it doesn't seem like the uh the main guy is gonna be bearded and blonde as he was in the uh previous preview which definitely stood out as a character design but i could understand why they would adjust that I mean, the guy has a a Japanese last name, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Makes makes sense that he wouldn't necessarily look like a white guy. (laughs) Even though his first name's Joe, but I mean, come on. (laughs) It's Joe. I mean, Joel could be Joe or could be Joel. Ah. uh, (laughs) Well, I'm pretty sure it's J-O-E. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm just being goofy. It's like the name Ken. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe Joseph... Joseph? Oh, Joseph Joestar? Maybe he's a Joseph. <laughs> it looks uh, pretty violent, too, which is fun. Oh, yeah. Super no, violent. They, they, they did not hold back on the violence, but it, yeah. it's pretty. Yeah, the animation was really uh, attractive in the in the trailer, so I hope it, it, it maintains that. Um, it definitely looks like it's a good fit for Toonami, so mm-hmm. I... 
I, I like that. Um, little that color scheme. violence. Yeah, I like revenge stories. Like, it's the one time that I think excessive violence really works. And I know it's like a, a well-used trope, but it's such a fun one to revisit because there's so many different ways you can approach revenge. Um, and it, it's it's I feel like it's a good... It makes for a good baseline story for something that would fit in an anime and certainly something that would fit on Toonami. So it should, mm-hmm. should be interesting. Well, Revenge is one of those deep-seated, you feel wronged and you want to you know, make up for it. That's, that's a big part of the human condition. Now, what you do yeah. about that wrong, and that's that's the other half that makes it interesting, is what is the right and wrong way to deal with that feeling? That, that the, These are more questions that go back. And Toonami really... Toonami really likes to play with the anti-hero um, pathos a lot in different shows that they've created. You know, they'll have the traditional pure-hearted heroes. We see that a lot in um, shonen stuff. You know, we see Naruto. We see characters from My Hero Academia. We, we see that a lot. So having, they throw in, they've thrown in in the past these anti-heroes, anti-hero characters in different series. So I, it's a good... Um, it's just, it, it seems like a good fit without knowing much more than what I've seen in a two minute preview, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. The 10th, right? Isn't that when it's supposed to come? The 10th? Yeah. February 10th at midnight. Gosh, that feels fast. That's like, it does. It was at the time of recording. Could have, well, we, we kind of had to put off talking about it for a a couple of weeks, even though this was announced, (laughs) But even then, probably could have announced it a little bit sooner. I mean, if you're if you're getting beat to the punch by Latin America Adult Swim, maybe uh, work on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe just a wee little bit. I understand that these co-productions are, you know, a, a mess of rights, and you you have to you know, make sure everybody's on the same page. But clearly, somebody wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't follow their marketing, did they? Something like that. I mean, in comparison, they've they've given an extra couple of weeks of promotion to uh, Royal Crackers season two, which mm. is a great show. Glad they're promoting it. But like, this is a brand new co-production. You probably should be, you know, getting more eyes on it sooner, considering it's not a sequel. But, eh. Still, they did pretty good this time. It was uh, not as immediate as... Remember, Shenmue was like, oh, yeah, oh. And Shenmue's starting in three weeks. Shenmue. <laughs> and then they just bombarded <laughs> with ads. And then they just made it disappear. Never yeah. never had a home release. I'm still mad about that. Mm. Shame. That was a good show. It was a great show. And I, I, I mean, I was the mark. Because you know, I love games. <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to some of the guys on the Swimpedia Discord and kicking around the ideas of how to how to make Ninja Kamui even more appealing to Japanese audiences. Like, oh, here we go, make it a teenager who's getting revenge for his family. Wait a minute, that's just Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, crossover one. You know, we could have Ryo Hazuki show up and be like, I remember when I was the guy. God, yeah, and I'm saturated with teenagers on anime. Like, come on, let's just. Oh let's... no! For, Give us more Kotetsu Kaburagi. We need, we need them, we need them dads. 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. The fact that this is a you know this this is a guy who uh, started a family. He's a father, and and now he's lost his family. I was like, that's good. That's compelling. This this is what belongs on Adult Swim. We don't yes. we don't need teenage heroes all the time. No, I don't have a and problem can, with teenage heroes, can... but you know, I'm in my forties, man. I, I I like seeing adults. You don't, can do don't really more relate with an to that. adult too. Like like a teenager is <laughs> mm-hmm. sort of limited in what they can access in life and what they're able to accomplish because of funding and because of, you know, their, their limit, they're just general limitations to them because they're children. They are children. Yes. But on adult, Man, Rio like, had some limitations for sure. Yeah. Adult has, <laughs> adults have a more agency and they've access to more resources. And I think that gives you more flexibility with story building and what you can do with a character who's an adult. And I will always be in a proponent for having more adult characters in anime and like enough of the jokes like, oh, you're old, you're 32. And they're like showing them gray. Like the person who wrote this is probably in their 40s. What the fuck is that about? Come on, enough of this. Sounds like some self-loathing. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I know it's a whole cultural thing, but excuse me. Stop stop calling women over 30 Christmas cakes. Yeah. Women over 30 are my jam. Especially considering that they are having a very low birth rate. You're really losing incentive for people to want to have kids there. Uh, Just just saying. uh, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Man, I remember when I was in my 20s, I'm like, I'm old. Now I'm like, uh, Ah. uh, (laughs) isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? I thought I was old when when I was in my 20s. Isn't that adorable? And now Space Dandy is 10 years old. Oh, oh wow. Help. Help. <laughs> oh, man, I know. I'm just constantly that uh, Matt Damon aging image. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Steven, what, what, do, what do you think of uh, our preview of Ninja Kamui so far? I think it looks good. Um, any animation looks good to me. I saw, um, you know. <laughs> bias maybe around in anything like that but i mean a lot of blood mm-hmm. you know that's that's it feels like a mortal Kombat um animated series come to life so it it's does. Like, that, mm. that is a good comparison i i do get that feel from it um uh this guy's full of rage and so he's he's going to go out i mean by the end of it he's either going to be dead or redeemed um and most likely he's probably dead <laughs> but with everyone else dead around him well, I mean, um, mm-hmm. why not both? Um, the one thing that's interesting to me is seeing that the dub version is going to be at the beginning of the block, and at the end of the block, it's going to be the sub version. That Thank is, you for bringing that up. Yes, that is that, a very interesting development. That is something that's very interesting. Uh, Jason Marco, uh, as of right now, is still answering questions on Toonami on about anything. He's doing his uh. Are you yeah, not asking anything? The, uh, I'm bored Q and A's. Yeah, uh, so he fun. did ask. Someone did ask on there about um, uh, about uh, having subs and dubs, and he says it's something he wants to go forward and do more of, having a mm. both sub and a dub on there. So uh, it, I find it interesting. Um, I'm going to probably do. I'm live tweeting the first half of it, and so I'll be doing. 
you know, the beginning of it. And Brittany, our other social media uh, manager, is doing the last half. So she's going to catch things that I'm not going to catch. So it's going to be, you know, not to hype it up much. But I'm I'm going to because, you know, I social, do social media. This is going to be something that's going to be quite different from my point of view and her point of view coming together, watching the same thing in a subbed and dubbed uh, uh, kind of like situation. That's something that I don't think we did anything since what Fooly Cooly and the April Fool's prank. God, that was but, a fun prank. Oh, that yeah. Was a great prank. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to uh, that was probably the, you know, the dip your toe in to see how everyone likes it. And, you know, everyone had complained, hey, Toonami, hey, you know, put more subs on there and everything. So, hey, you got your wish, you know, fans, you mm-hmm. have a subversion at the end of the night that's going to be totally different because I can I can from watching dubs and subs before the subs and the dubs, the the language, the. Everything is going to be totally, I wouldn't say totally different, but you're going to get a different meaning out of it. And so this is something, this is an experiment. So this experiment, see if it actually works. Like, do you actually like, actually like that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty, uh, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing that they're doing, but the way that they're doing it is is pretty low stakes. I, they're, they're tossing it on at, at 3 a.m. People are going to watch it or not. But regardless of where it is, I think it's really great that they're offering the Japanese audio. Because if you don't have a HBO Max or Max, <laughs> uh, you, you don't you have no access to that legally. So. If you only have cable or a, a slim package like I do, then you wouldn't be able to check out the Japanese audio if you're interested in that. So I think that's that's good. It's also it, they have the rights to it. Why not? It doesn't make a lot of sense to license a sub only show as neat as that would be. But if you're just using a sub version of something that you're already airing and you already have the rights to that that makes sense as long as it doesn't cost any extra money (laughs) and in this case i don't believe it does so that's just smart use of what they got yeah on the other hand if they really wanted to test whether or not people would watch something subtitled they should probably be sticking it on another night of the week at an earlier time (laughs) I don't know why they can't do both. Play it yeah. at, the, at the end of the night and then play it also during the week, the the um, yeah. subbed version. I mean, I, I don't plan on live watching the Japanese. I plan on recording that version to watch later and then watching the regular version. So um, I am very interested to see both. And it's it's nice. Like I've I, le- I liked it in the past. And and people, the sub versus dub community years, it's a very particular um brand of unnecessary fighting on the internet, but also, you know, offering offering both to this community is such a great way to be inclusive to people who would prefer one or the other. And I'd be interested to see how how what the response is to having both. Yeah, I think it's really neat. 
and it's long overdue considering yeah. they you know they've been producing Japanese audio for these shows so why not use it only makes sense to me and I hope people do watch it even though it's at 3 a.m. and or at least they record it. <laughs> me, I'm going to record it because I got work in the morning. Yeah. No, that's going to make me as well. <laughs> like, I I want to support this, but it's just not at a convenient time by any means. I love but... Tsunami's there. And I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to record when they got something that I that, that's only there. I love that. Um, but yeah, it's late. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah, they they really should be trying this in some other time slot on some other day just to just to test the waters. But I think they'd be pleasantly surprised because, like, honestly, kids don't really watch Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, that is don't... so funny. I saw my I, I, I saw my mother the other day watching Cartoon Network because she's watching Adult Swim. She mm -hmm. was watching. She was watching a couple of those comedy. It was Bob's Burgers and then um, Family Guy, or I don't remember. Not Family Guy, the other one. Um, American Dad. American Dad. No, no, not that one. It doesn't matter. But my mom was watching it, and I was just like, okay, yeah, that's probably the intended audience. <laughs> it is. Because she thinks that stuff's hilarious, and she likes watching it. So The Adult Swim audience has actually steadily uh, gotten older. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It used to be really skewing young, but people got older. It's been 10 years since Space Dandy. What are you? Well, <laughs> been... I think what's happened is it's, it's the same audience. We're the same. We yeah. are the same people. It's just we all got older. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, we're excited for Ninja Kamui. It looks really good, really violent, great action choreography, as to be expected from the director. The question is, is the story? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that is that is the million dollar question, ain't it? Uh, mm. Ultimately, sketch you won't know until you give it the two episode try. So, oh yeah, I, that's true. That's true, or more than two. And I <laughs> intend to watch the whole thing regardless. So, as do I. I'm hoping for the best. Like look. at least it's twelve episodes long. You know, yeah, it'll give yeah. some time to get <laughs> the story it, out. Yeah, it's not Honestly, three episodes. Jeez, it's more without knowing more about it. It's more appealing to me than Lycoris Recoil has been so far. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, but that's Ooh, like ripping the bandaid off, Ooh, like, yeah. like Takina in episode two. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah, well, speaking of uh. Teenage lead characters. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't we... see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> uh, but hey, hey, unlike most Toonami shows, this is actually focusing on female characters. That is different. <laughs> Definitely different from the usual boys club that Toonami tends to be. Yeah, which is a which is fine, and it's, you know, I remember saying this when we, we did the podcast with Alien, like, it's great to have uh, a, some some feminine uh, fig figures here on the block, you know, after a long dry spell without them. But they have to be teenagers, really? 
really I, I just okay Clear, so, clearly not enough people watched michiko and hudson on paper <laughs> or pop team epic this is a good this <laughs> that is, doesn't count yeah <laughs> Michiko and Hachin was excellent. I wish we could get more stuff like that. We need we need more content that's like that. I, sadly, I want more Michiko and Hachin that actually has a ending that makes it worthwhile. Like I loved it until the ending. Oh, it just didn't pay off. Into that. Yeah. The problem is there's not that many shows like no, that. there's exactly. not, and that is a major exactly. problem. Absolutely. The, the problem Especially is there isn't the now. content like. So on paper, this is a great show for Toonami, and it's a great show in general for fans. The the animation is really fantastic. It's seamless. The action is seamless. The girls with guns, you know, that's this is the right audience for girls with guns. And the girls are cute, and they have quirky personalities. You have Chisato, and she's she's all fun and chippery. And, and then she's got this, you know, almost preternaturally amazing ability to avoid getting shot at and and then you have um Takina who you know has the, the complete opposite more withdrawn personality and you're kind of setting up for oh they're these girl assassins and this they take criminals down but look they have these interesting characters and and the colors are really bright um it's really great on paper and it's very charming I'm just not feeling it. And this is just me personally. This isn't a disparagement of the show or the choice for Toonami in any way. I just feel like the appeal for me for a show like this is just not there. I was <laughs> a little bored when I watched both episodes. I, I watched the first one and I wasn't taken with it and then watched the second one. And it was a mildly interesting story. You know, they're rescuing this other this other hacker, et cetera. But I just don't care about these characters. I just find the whole teenage assassin thing completely off-putting. It's a trope that's been well-worn. And I I would rather, first of all, I'd rather see adults in general. But, like, you're assuming here are these girls and then they're really proficient at using guns. And I'm just, I'm just over it. It wasn't really interesting to me. It feels like it should be. And it's a good pick for Toonami. It is beautifully animated. I love the color on it. Like, it's bright. It's it's draws your attention, but I just don't care. I don't care, and that's a personal thing. I'm like, I, I've seen. I I think when you watch so much, and especially Toonami, which holds itself to a higher standard than like the average day of scrolling on Crunchyroll, on Toonami, you're almost always going to see what's I feel like what's quality. But I think maybe I've been a little spoiled from like really great storytelling or really interesting characterizations. And with here, there's just nothing new that, for me personally. Now I welcome you guys to come back and tell me what you love about it. And I think the whole point of this is to have different opinions, but this was just my, my little hot take. <laughs> All right. Well, we got right, right into that. Sorry. Yeah, no, don't I'm be sorry. That's how you're feeling. I bet you uh, it enjoyed uh, Walnut being like, and uh, how how is a mascot costume any less ridiculous than high school girl assassins? That was like the best line of the episode, not even lying. <laughs> no, it was. It was very funny. But she, I, how, how old is, how old was Walnut? She looks like she's 12. She, but they said she's been hacking for she's years. She's like a teenager from what I can tell. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure... 
Kurumi inherited the title of Walnut from somebody. Okay. That that was my assumption. Either that or she is a lot older than she looks because... <laughs> Let's not do that, please. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not... Yeah, no. She'd have to be, like, in her 30s. <laughs> I don't... I don't oof. Yeah, I'd sooner believe that it's... Um, you know, a, an inherited title. That does an, an inherited sense. title. It makes more sense to me, but Insert I mean, anti- I don't know. Number fifty-six of oh, she just doesn't age, but she's actually that old. Yeah, I mean, there are petite women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. That's a bit of an extreme case, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's. There's shows like uh, My Senpai is Annoying, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. for the most part, the the characters seem to look the right age for the age that they're supposed to be. Yeah. In the other cases the case. that we that we know, because uh, talking to 16 and Chisato 17 and that look that looks about right. I mean, they're extra cute, but. That's the anime for you. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about Kurumi, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I really like this show so far. I, I, I think they have a fantastic dynamic. Um, I think talking to really needed to get out of DA and it's good that she did and she'll come to realize that in time but of course she's fairly centered on trying to get back there for now and Chisato is just dang man she is so fun (laughs) she is just she is just delightful and has crazy dodging skills I I I, I was looking at some uh, some commentary on that, not not from Toonami viewers, but just from uh, other people who had seen the first two episodes. They're like, isn't Chisato a little too overpowered? Like, oh, maybe, but we do at least have a reasoning for this to an extent. They're, you know, they're trained at a very young age and. You know, it's anime. Try not to think about I it too hard. Uh, I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> to Kite. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And uh, rounding out the other people that, that work at the cafe, you, you've got Mika, of course, who's a great, uh, great teacher and uh, handler. And we got Mizuki, who's just wants to get married and I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I want to see a series just about Mika. Like yes! Yes, I do And too. I just want to know, how. why does he need a cane? What's that story? Because he seems kind of cool. I want to know more about him. That was the character that I cared about the most and that tells you how I feel if I didn't even hear any of the other stuff that I said, that alone. <laughs> so well, I He clearly can... has a story. And maybe we'll get it. <laughs> I'm somewhere between the two of you, honestly. I'm not not enjoying it. It's it's fine. It's enjoyable. 
but I am having a hard time getting energized for it. Like mm. these characters are cool. I I love that our our character the dynamic between our our two licorice. Um, they're fun, but I'm not like deeply invested yet. I'm just kind of sitting here going, okay. I'm kind of waiting for for the show to give me a reason to really get into it because I haven't yet. It's got really good reviews, and yeah, when and I was I like doing it. research for this um, for this podcast, you know, a lot of people talked about how the story it starts off with a sort of um, mission of the week vibe, and then halfway through it, it develops a really interesting plot with good character development. But um, and that's fine, and I'm sure that's going to be true. And I definitely I don't want to discourage people from watching it. I just don't care. <laughs> I didn't I don't care. I don't care about the characters. I'm gonna watch it because I'm you know I'm curious and I I like to always again like it's still still monuments better than you know me just picking something out of a hat on the out of the Crunchyroll catalog. Um but it's just blah. <laughs> Except sure for me it's fully coolly grunge. Oh I hate that, but <laughs> it does. But is that really a... Uh... No, it's not. That's not an accomplishment. No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> I like grunge, does. though. I agree. I, I agree. It is better than that. I liked grunge, though. <laughs> I mean, I like parts of it. Yeah. I, I also like parts of it. Uh, <laughs> Steven, uh, what, did, what did you think of Leakerous Recoil? At first, I thought it was uh, about candy making because licorice. But you know, then I'm, like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that had crack that, that at some whip. Point. Yeah, ah. I, I, it feels. I, I don't want to say um, it's fun, right? It's fun to watch. I live tweet it. It's, it's fun. That's basically the main thing I can get off it. But it feels like it's been done so many times. Thank you. Um, yes, yes. That that it's, is. It's a it's a it's a typical cop show. Um. That's been done so many times. Now you have, you know, women, teenage girls uh, doing it. It feels like a young adult Cagney and Lacey from the 80s, right? They're going to come in. They're going to say, hey, you know, our system's broken. We're all broken. But since society is, like, broken, just get used to everything's broken. And we're going to pull out a gun, you know, kill some guys on the side of the street. We we all know that it's going to drop the barrel and be like, oh, actually, the licorice organization is actually evil. (laughs) Oh, we have to stop our own organization. Like, it it writes itself. Yeah. I don't know if it'll necessarily do that. But I I hope not. But that is is my (laughs) guess. I mean, you can see it from like the opening credits of that that first what couple scenes um, right at the beginning. The title, not the title card, when they the guy, the licorice girl, the shoots the guy with the bag right there. It's like, oh, like casually, like listen, offing these people, you know, just to make you know, yeah, Japan or everything a better how, place. How uh, how uh, like. Uh... How tight is their intel on this stuff, man? Because you're you're just often people left and right with not necessarily cause. <laughs> it it's like you know you have anime, you had shows, minority report, psychopaths, others that say, hey, mm-hmm. living in this surveillance state 
could get you shot for whatever reason these people deem is a good enough reason for this to happen. So we've seen this so many times yeah. that it's like, oh, okay. So it's uh, it's it's on. Cagney and Lacey with a, a, a little bit of uh, whatever program Scar uh, mm-hmm. that that uh, that Black Widow was in. Yeah. <laughs> in Russia. I, I would say I would say the best part of the show is when um, both of our main characters are trying to discover their friendship. That's the best that. part mm-hmm. of the shows because the other part of the shows is just say shooting and doing you know uh, bullet uh, gun gun foo and bullet foo, you know, with them flipping cars over and she's like knocking a, a drone from you know a couple feet away and it's like oh wow okay she's got that much power that she can do that but it's like you know is it really anything? There's nothing growing. We just know that these people are like really good at it because they were orphans. And now they're highly trained assassins. The mm-hmm. best part of character development for me, at least, is for them saying, hey, do you want my egg? Hey, you shouldn't be having, you know, this gelatin protein drink. You should be having real food. This is something that she's trying to. Um, we ain't got time for real yeah, food. Yeah. You it, know, it's, it's Chisato trying to gain friends and something that she probably didn't have yeah. growing up. I, I I think that's an interesting point. But in that case, if you want to talk about these young women and the development of their friendship, then bring on a Carol and Tuesday. That is an excellent uh, a show that focuses in hyper focuses in on a friendship and the relationship between these two people while other things happen around them. Like I'd rather see something like a Carolyn Tuesday. That's really high quality and thoughtful. You know, if, if that's what the intention is for this show is to have these other elements sort of be the, the, the decoration on the cake that is their friendship um, I just think there are better examples out there that would have that that I would rather watch, personally. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes. If if you don't think they want to play Carolyn Tuesday, <laughs> they definitely do. It's yeah. just not something they can acquire. God, it's so good. Netflix. And I take back what I said the last time we talked about it, where I was like, I didn't think it would fit in well on Toonami. I take that back. <laughs> After seeing this, I'm like, no, no, no. If we're going to do this, then let's do it better. This is a better version of that. But um, mm. and I and, and, and Stephen brings up a really good point about how we've seen versions of this surveillance state story and how, you know, asking the big questions like what's the problem with this society where you have people maintaining the peace, eliminating criminals and terrorists based off of some arbitrary morality system. Like, yeah, but we've already asked those questions and we've explored them in a couple different ways that were pretty thoughtful in, in all kinds of science fiction. So I can't see them digging in so deeply into this in 12 or 13 episodes, especially given the pacing is kind of setting up, you know, this and I, I definitely, I feel like I can sort of map out like Chisato. She, she clearly doesn't doesn't use lethal force. She has a reason why she uses non-lethal force. Okay, she, you know, she's still considered an elite like us, but 
um, she, for whatever reason, has left the main organization to do her own thing. And that coupled with her decision to function differently and just want to help people means that she, you know, had some kind of come to Jesus moment. And they'll probably tell us about that later. Like, I I, I get female pension vibes off her. Yeah, I can, I can, I can map out mm-hmm. how it's gonna go. Like, there's nothing new here for me right now. That's that's just how I see it. But it's very charming and it's very pretty. Yeah. Maybe it can surprise you at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, and I, you know, and if that's oh, true, yeah, no, we'll I'm not. This here. is not a show that I'm anywhere near dropping. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. And then we'll be back here after episode 13 airs, the four of us, and you can all tell me, ha-ha, see, Curl, I knew you'd love this or whatever, and I'll admit I was wrong. You know, I mean, I'm going true. in blind, too. I just, yeah, no, <laughs> I've no, just I heard mean, it like, was good. I yeah, heard it, it was good as well. Like, I've always heard good things about this one. And to be fair with it here, because we've been, we've been kind of Debbie Downering, which, for good reason, like, no, nothing that we've been saying here has been, like, it's my fault a little bit. No, it's not because if you hadn't said it, I was going to say something similar. Where I just <laughs> couldn't quite. I mean, it wouldn't have been the same phrasing, but like I am having trouble getting into it a little bit. Um, but there is there's potential here because I will say this. Our characters are interesting. They are something we 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 we've been just talking about how they're tropey and they are kind of tropey, but it's tropey for a reason. We have a uh, the the big question I've got about Chisato is what did you go through? What made you this mm-hmm. way? Because mm-hmm. that is not how any of the other licorice are at all. And she's an elite, which means she's not. This is not some bright-eyed, doe-eyed character. Who goes, I'm too innocent to understand that things are messed up. No, she clearly knows. So what happened to make her have to behave this way? That is probably the most compelling thing for me is wondering just I, I know it's going to be something and it's going to be screwed up but it's going to be something and I'm, I am curious as to what that's going to be yeah. Um, I just wish I didn't know that it's going to be screwed up already but I guess that's because I watch too much anime <laughs> or you watch too many movies like Chisato <laughs> you, know, you think I was going to be some bony guy behind a computer <laughs> By the way, if the I four were, four yeah. movies on Chisato's table were Rum Air, Eliminator, Guy Hard, and Max Trick. Mm, Guy Hard, my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> what kind of hacker feels they need to like eliminate their the other hacker by murdering them? That's a little. I uh, was clearly. Uh, it's a little much. I mean, that that guy's. That guy's uh, a piece of work. So, well, all, 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 uh, that also he was paid like it was a job. Yeah, yeah, it was a job. Yeah, the, but he the... did it so gleefully. Oh well, yeah, he's clearly a messed up psychopath. That he's, is, yeah, he's that is he's a loony, loony toony. He, he's also a jerk to his own hired help, which makes you wonder why they the money's got to be that good, or why would you even? Of course the money's that good. The money's always that good. <laughs> In these cases. <laughs> it would have to be, you would think. Apparently uh, it requires triple the regular rate for Mizuki to get excited. <laughs> Seems like they're maybe having money problems because there was that offhand comment. I was like, you used a cleaner again? Those are expensive. 
But she also says Chisato's like, oh, we have so few customers in the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of a niche cafe, I suppose, but... It's a cute little cafe. It is yeah. a cute little cafe. It is cute. It's a, it's a little it's a little sweet cafe with the very traditional uh, outfits and a tatami room, apparently. Why where, is she sleeping where, in the closet, though? Because <laughs> she's small enough for it. Yeah, but they built her a whole little thing in there. That's, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's like she's got her own keyboard and everything. I'm like, do you like, how do you go to bathroom and go to bed? Is it like, does it there, like zoom? There's, no, or there's, something? there's a bathroom. She doesn't always spend time in there, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little nook, a little nook for the walnut. That's you just, cute. you just translated it to Japanese, but it's still a better name. Yeah, I definitely will say that the, the second episode was definitely way better than the first. Um, and I think that has to do with the, we'll let our characters fail a mission. And I'm like, whoa. Of course, they didn't actually fail, but we didn't know that for a minute. Yeah, that, okay, I was expecting a twist, but not that. <laughs> not that. No, I definitely saw that coming. I was like, no way. It's going to be a fake. This is well, going to be a fake I, out. I, I figured it was a fake out, but I wasn't expecting it to be Mizuki and for walnut to be inside the case by the way good job takina <laughs> yeah there was a retroactive the best part about that twist is retroactively it makes sense because they're like hey that's my whole life don't hide behind that <laughs> yeah like yeah. that was some good writing i have to give it to that also takina doesn't listen which strikes me as a really dangerous way to be in the job she has where i would think yeah the chain of command is pretty critical when you're dealing with criminals and she she did it's not just the incident that got her kicked out of da but like even she sought that she doesn't listen to her she doesn't listen to her instructions she does what she wants and it's like i mean i don't know if that's meant to be the ongoing theme but it's really annoying to watch it's like how do you give how do you give this child this teenage girl that much power and you know she gets away with just being like oh fuck it i'm gonna shoot up all this whenever i feel like it like dude i'm gonna i'm gonna use the the ward as bait i'm gonna use her as bait and draw them out and then shoot up their car not a good plan talking not a good plan oh no, that she should not have. She should not have access to any weapons or be in charge of anything ever. Uh, I, I actually agree with you completely on that one. <laughs> right, she's really good at shooting drones. I'll give her that. Yeah, that was excellent. Uh, it was a cute moment. She, she is a great shot. Yes. But, uh, also, well, that was a that was a good plan. Make a loud noise to distract him, and she sneaks up on him. Good, good stuff. It's funny yeah. you brought I, I, that up, Kuro, about the, the following order, so because I, I actually watched the first episode with a friend of mine who's a big military buff. Um, well, actually, you know this person's arc, and he yeah. said the same thing. He said the exact yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. What, what is with those non-lethal bullets? They like on impact create like a gush of something. Oh yes. man, those are painful. Well, rubber bullets are a real thing, but like. These don't act like rubber bullets. No, they're they're like they're weird. I don't I don't know what's up with those, but uh, well, they get the job done. 
That they sure did. I just, I, I really liked that sequence when she rushes up on the guy with the car door in front of him. He tries to shoot her. It goes like through her hair and she's like, okay, now you're getting the car door. <laughs> yeah, that was, really, that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, there, there are moments of brilliance in here. Like, it's not all bad. It really isn't. No, and the animation quality is for very good. Oh yeah, no, I it's mean, very good. I I feel like it's quite mm, lots of Sakuga moments. And watching and watching alongside like something that we've been you know another another series that we've gotten obviously an upgrade IGPX where you get to see animation in high quality as well. Like it's really it's really nice to see these things on Toonami and they they fit really well, you know on the block like again it's on paper it looks it's great for the block i'm just not into it sorry no, <laughs> no I mean, that's sorry. yeah fair but i've like re-watched both of these episodes three times and still enjoy it <laughs> hey good good that's for good you thing. no that i love that well you know sketch we've disagreed on other things i love the unicorn eternal warriors yeah, so I loved that show. I mean, I, I am no, I am no stranger to having controversial anime opinions, so don't ever feel bad about that. <laughs> and honestly, I uh, we're I feel like they don't select stuff for Toonami that's utter crap, except no. uh, uh, with with the exception of um, Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the lie? <laughs> no, no. If I'm if I'm building a Toonami tier list, there's it's like. There's some S, there's a lot of A, there's a lot of B, there's a yeah. some C, and then there's not much below C. Yeah, but, no, I think that's Like, fair. you don't see, like, there's, they. Do, it's not like they show crap like Shield Hero, please oh, don't throw stones at me. They're not showing crap like that on Toonami. Like, most of the stuff is pretty good. So even when we're being critical, it's like, we're... We're talking though about a, I feel like a higher tier, like you said, of anime. It's it's mostly pr- pretty quality stuff. Well, we're holding so it. So if I'm indifferent about a season, and you guys know me, I'm always very optimistic, and I'm always like, this was really great. This is what was good about it. Even if I'm alone on that ledge, I will I will stand. Tsunami shows, Tsunami originals, etc. So this one, I'm just I'm just really ambivalent about. Hmm. That's totally fine. I feel that way uh, about it as well, right? It's it's a show on Toonami. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get used to it and see how it goes. Uh, it's fun. It has great animation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it feels we've been through it enough, or at least in society of what I view of it is we've seen this play out so many times mm-hmm. and then you you find out what the main arc of the story is is the massive arms deal that goes bad and now that arms deal is the focus of every single episode like one mm. little bit they find out and it's like oh yeah this is what you know law and order is doing or you know it starts getting hutch back in the day or cagney and Lacey, which this one is kind of compared to yeah. you know or at least i compare it to that it it feels it's been done yeah. So many times, and how many times can you replicate it, you know, before the the trope gets old of two buddy cops into it, one's playing bad cop, one's playing good cop, you know, and 
now or the rookie and the experienced one. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I would love to see Taki to try to play good cop. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> please, please give me something like that where they have to really change up their personas. That would be so fun. It is a good thing that you are liking this so much though, sketch, so that you can point out those really fun moments to me and I can be like, oh yeah, I did like that. Like the the car door one. That was objectively Dude, hilarious. The the greatest <laughs> thing was in the second episode when the guy throws the grenade, she's like, nope. She kicked it in. Uh, and she <laughs> literally said the other room, get that out of here. Get that shit out of here. You're I right. did Boom. that that was a great moment. I did like that. Every episode has one moment like that in every episode. You know, that would make it worth watching to me. If I get a grenade in and a car door once per episode, I'll be like, all right, thank you. That's well, what and I that's, that is something that I will say about the, the, the dumb there feeling that we're having. If, if at the end of the, talk to me again when this is over, because even if it's something that's been done before, if it turns out that they do a really good implementation better than what I'm used to, then I will be ha very happy with it. But I just, I don't know that that's going to be the case or not yet. Or just see her kick grenades into room. I mean, I'm always happy to see someone <laughs> kick grenades in the room and say, nope. Just, just kick the grenades into the room and knock the guy in there too. That was really <laughs> funny. Oh, oh and then she dresses the guy's wound, which, by the way, uh, Vaseline on an open wound. I don't know about that. <laughs> Vaseline is, does have healing properties. Yeah, but on an open wound. Well, we got to get we got to get Darrell in here to talk about this. <laughs> that Vaseline is well known. Like a lot of a lot of offices will use it in lieu of like it for for straight up field medicine because it um, it protects it protects uh, the wound from infection. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. It's not so much being used yeah. spirited, but, but as a uh, like an antiseptic. Yeah, it works functions effectively like antiseptic. It protects the wound from getting other things in there, and it has um, some some natural healing properties. I use Vaseline for everything. Everything. Yeah, you're you're making me feel like I should do Vaseline instead of Neosporin when I get cut. Telling you. Yes, you should be using a lot more. I use it all the time. I use it for every. You can use it like on dry skin. You can use it like as a chapstick. You can use it like you know. You ever get a cold and you know how like your nose gets really chapped from blowing uh -huh. your nose? Use Vaseline on that. Like Vaseline has so many great uses. You can use it to start fires. Please don't do that. Don't start fires, people. Don't start fires. <laughs> but like only like you can prevent forest fires. Yes. Yeah. It, it has a it it is a very uh, uh di has a lot of diverse uses. So like I thought when when they, I saw the Vaseline thing, I was like, look at her carrying that tub of Vaseline. So are we all disappointed it was a squirrel and not a hamster? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought she said Hamtaro the yeah. Laughing Man. Yeah. <laughs> it is a squirrel. It, that look, wal that walnut costume, is a squirrel. Um, that costume looks demented. It, does. <laughs> it, it looks like it, it belongs does. in Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. Oh, it was Lord. definitely disturbing. <laughs> like, that's like, that's like Five Nights at Freddy disturbing. Yeah. 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 That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's a there's a, a lot of things kind of going on throughout here. Of course, we have uh, Yoshimitsu 
who has a prior relationship with Mika, which goes back several years, but he is also not only uh, the the guy behind the Allen Institute, who has been uh, providing support to any worthy candidate of various fields like entertainment, uh, science, you know, just any any kind of field where he finds somebody talented, they're uh, getting financial support through the Allen Institute. So he's got that going on. So but he knows. He's also hiring hackers to mess with DA and kill. Well, the only reason that they went after Walnut was because Walnut knew too much. I was, yeah, the, I, it wasn't clear to me how much Yoshimatsu knows about the Lakers organization or what they're doing yeah I, I i'm just, not sure I but it seems he has no idea i don't know because at the end of the second episode he asked mika what kind of work do you guys do no he knows by asking that question he just but wants, also you know. actually no he actually saw the video of uh chisato and, and takina helping walnut oh, so yeah, so he, yeah, he definitely he knows. knows that chisato right. is involved you are absolutely right i didn't think of that but you're absolutely right like i was actually taking it as a he was he was trying to fish for information i take it as he knew mm-hmm. i think he used to uh work with mika i could see that whatever agency he he had before going to DA. I could actually see that, yeah. You know what would answer all this is if we have a Mika-focused prequel OVA. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pitching it. If the idea's out there for free. Give me that. It's about Mika. Give me that. Yes. Uh, also, the dub cast is really solid. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. really, no, the really, voice really acting is, is absolutely solid. Yeah, Jennifer Losey, uh, yeah, the Toonami faithful here is is she does the voice of Mizuki, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, shout out great, to Jennifer Losey, yeah, yeah, and Xanthi, who we uh, interviewed for Housing Complex C. She's uh, Takina, doing a great job with her. But man, Lizzie Freeman is killing it as Chisato, which is. That was that's a hard role to dub. The the Japanese actress played to the Raptors. So that's that's some impressive work on her part. Absolutely. And I think this might be Bob Carter's first Los Angeles dub. He used to record in Texas. And <laughs> hey, just just nice having an, an actual black guy voicing the black guy. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. How about that? How about that? It's appreciated. Solid, solid cast. Uh, Steve Staley's doing a good job directing, and script is good. Script really is good. good. Yeah, absolutely. There has been so many interesting things just peppered throughout their conversations, like when they're talking about the radio tower. 
yeah and how how the old one is still up and there's like why is the old one still there because naturally talking to is thinks it's illogical that the old one would still be around and and it is illogical why would the old one still be around well they say it's some kind of reminder to them about yeah it becomes a symbol yeah and another conversation because talking is bumming about being kicked out of da and chisato was kind of trying to comfort her was like hey maybe it's not that big of a deal they'll probably spin it to be something else it's like okay obviously whatever happened with her in the original radio tower got spun into an inspiring story, but what really happened? Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out. That also surely comes back to why she's the way she is. Putting Absolutely. money on it. It's going to be episode five or six. They'll, they'll start telling you that backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably That's somewhere in the middle. Put, put a quarter on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. But, uh... I am I I am aware that there are some hijinks occurring, not in the next episode, but in the one after. It's gonna it's gonna be a real fun episode for. Ooh. Real 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 fun if you're if you're all about Takina and Chisato sharing some quality time. Okay. Good good stuff. I'll have to get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> this show discusses topics that I would not have expected from a show about teenage assassins, but uh, hey, you know, that's uh that's that's fun. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, just uh everyday things. I don't want to spoil it. Well, so how far how far in advance have you how far in advance are you? Like, what have you seen beyond? Uh, now, now, now I've, uh, I saw uh, episodes three and four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking where, where we're at, but I, you, you piqued my curiosity though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like... I mean, it's not, it's, it's nothing like mind blowing, but it, it it's more entertaining interactions between those characters. As entertaining as a car door in the face. Yes. <laughs> Well, I mean, did you see the preview for episode three? That punch was so clean. She punches her and then rolls right into the shot. Oh, yeah. so good. I did see that that preview. The oh, other girl seems kind of she seemed kind of a uh, bitchy. <laughs> well, she, <laughs> kind of she like deserving. Kind of is. Kind of deserving. <laughs> she kind of is. Oh, satisfying <laughs> to see a good comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, fun stuff ahead, but also intriguing stuff ahead. Ooh. We shall, we shall see. But I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, good. I, I could, after I rewatched episode two for the third time, I was like, uh, I'm going to watch the next one. <laughs> good for you and then the next one <laughs> hey uh that that is actually what i wish was going on that's actually when i say i'm kind of in the middle that the, uh, the fact that i'm not there is why i was like eh, i wish i was where you're at yeah um and maybe i really want to watch ninja kamui that's what i want <laughs> i mean don't we all <laughs> well ninja kamui is going to be the show that i can actually 
like fully engage in because it's not too late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't like having to go to sleep halfway through Toonami, but I pretty much have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, One Piece. Ooh, boo for work. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. You boo and I will chat one piece at some point. Boo adulting, boo. Boo, having to be an adult. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I see those tweets at like one something and two something in the morning uh, <laughs> sketch with about one piece. <laughs> I try to get a few in, you know, just to. I end up responding to them like the next day and be like, eh, it's still close, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want some talkbacks, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear what other people have to say about this entertaining show. Uh, after the first episode aired, our wonderful social media team put out a tweet asking what people thought of it. So these are the responses to that. Toonami Homebase wrote in, I loved it. I can't wait for more of this dynamic duo of assassins every Saturday night on Toonami. Guys, well, this is really important. My cat just licked my forehead. Aww. That is very important. Yes. She's never done that before. All right, you may, you may continue that now. Is you know what this show is missing? A cat or a dog. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. The, the cafe needs its own little mascot animal. Yeah. Uh, Karumi doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was funnier than it should have been (laughs) i mean technically she's a mascot (laughs) oh some variety yeah oh man oh that just that oh that reminds me of another amusing exchange where uh i was like hey everybody's talking on social media about the cute waitress at the cafe that means they're talking about me and music is like they're talking about me chisato oh so your face isn't the only joke you got Ooh, savage so savage <laughs> yeah no the 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 uh the scripting is very good they're fun they're very fun <laughs> oh all right Hazel Kyoko 6 wrote in, I loved it. Takina is already my favorite character. Smiley face, heart. A Jaeger writes in, I watched this subbed a while ago and I remember thinking it had the Toonami vibes. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that's completely fair. It does. Mm-hmm. Wolf Colt writes in, I'm automatically hooked. Star eyes. Ooh. Dingo Ringo wrote in, I love workplace anime. Yeah, I guess it is. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. definitely a workplace anime. Like, it's definitely trying hard to give you a slice of life element. And I do mm-hmm. like that about it. I do. <laughs> and just not just constantly late for her shifts or not showing up for her shifts. <laughs> There's no wonder the cafe has no patrons. Yeah. They don't have employees. They're too busy having sleepovers with uh, victims of being stalked. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> 
Jose Pichardo wrote in, this was actually a good one to intrigue me and laugh about some of it. Granted, the first few moments were like, damn. Yeah, that that's uh, <laughs> that is quite an opener to all these schoolgirls often people left and right. <laughs> Luis Murillo wrote in nonstop shooting at the windshield and incompetent enemies. It's a damn shame Licorice Recoil is showing its faults this blatantly. Sad Yikes. face. Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree that uh, Takina did not have a good plan there. No. No, she should not be handling a gun. Yeah, maybe not. She's <laughs> an excellent shot. Especially sometimes. not a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> she, she is just the embodiment of, well, nobody died, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. That's like if, would, if you would look at like what she shot at, you would just see the outline of the people. <laughs> Did you? Shot. Were you able to talk to any of the arms dealers? No, they're all dead. That's what happens when you use a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. She, she kind of got the job done halfway. Uh, yeah. Well, she saved her teammate. Kevin Davis writes in, I loved it, and I am super excited to see the rest on Toonami. I love action anime, but I'm also a lover of Iyashikai anime, and I prefer Iyashikai over most action shows, so I'm in love when Toonami airs something slice of life-ish. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Scorpiac, King of Three, writes in, I hope they topple that government agency they are forced to work for. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's that, the, that would be typical. <laughs> that's that's what I'm expecting to happen. Oh, I forgot the other part of Kevin Davis's. Uh, also, Chisato is so amazing. I love her personality so much. Design wise, I think Takina is cuter, but both Chisato and Takina are amazingly cute. Normally, I don't try to predict where the series will go, but I have my predictions on this one, and I hope I am right. It's pretty low-hanging fruit. <laughs> That's definitely low-hanging fruit. You don't have to <laughs> unless it subverts the expectations. Yeah, it, it, it might. It actually and would if be it does, funny. I'll come back and say I was wrong. It would be funny as heck if it turns out actually they were the good guys for real. I'd be like, really? That would be kind of my reaction at this point if. A straight-laced um, government organization that's actually good would be these surprises these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, ultimately, they're neither the best or the worst. They're, they're just, they just some are. level of gray. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but the way that they're covering up what really happened and throwing talking under the bus does... Like talking up should have been reassigned. No, let's not let's not beat around the bush. I think uh, I think HR made the right call on that one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no that that whole cover up and throwing her under the bus is not not so good. <clears throat> and our friend Josh Knighton Khaki Blue Socks writes in, and that's it for Licorice Cold re- episode one. Uh, my initial thoughts, I'm impressed. It's funny. It has some great action. And our female lead is just so freaking adorable and skilled. 
I'm interested to see more. A prodigious follow for me. Also, it's nice to see that that money Toonami got from the generic Viagra commercials is going to getting us some good shows. <laughs> but if I hear <laughs> if I hear about this man's erectile dysfunction one more time, I'm going to lose it. One <laughs> week later, he tweets, and of course, Toonami has to pay the bills with another generic Viagra commercial. I think the generic Viagra commercial are the new Hot Pockets, which is ironic. <clears throat> My God. Oh, yeah, yeah, so those those commercials are uh, happening a lot. They're also yeah. pretty long. And remember, if it lasts more than four hours, consult your <laughs> physician. Oh my god! <laughs> oh lord! Hey, there. This is a shame-free zone. Oh yeah, no, no, no shame, no shame. But the but <coughs> they are they are excessive. They are. They're excessively advertised. They're not as bad as they used to be. You know, the other thing I see is the um the burger as bad as they used to be. Uh, when we when when Adults when Tsunami first started, it was like way worse. Well, they the you'll see you'll see ED commercials, condom commercials, and then um commercials for Burger King or McDonald's or <laughs> yep, AFC, yep. which is horrible by the way because then you're like well great now it's one in the morning and I'm starving and I can't get any of this food so hey, fuck you you get McDonald's <laughs> there are 24 hours God. not always not always but times like that I wish I lived in New York City when there when everything was always open and I could just get delivery because like watching <laughs> tsunami commercials just makes me hungry that is definitely a mood Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that does it for the talkbacks. Uh, any additional thoughts? No, those are solid talkbacks. I'm glad that people are enjoying it. I'm glad that that you know it is scratching a certain itch with fans. Obviously, it didn't scratch any itches for me, and I'm willing to give it a shot. Though, though, you did bring up a good point. The fun little moments of of um good scripting and uh little action moments like the the car door and the uh, grenade like th- those are those those kind of make it work worth it for me um yeah eh <laughs> <laughs> eh you know it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea you know what I okay. like to see a season two Shenmue. That that's that yes! I'm enthusiastic about. I, I, I got would a lot be, of enthusiasm for that. You, you'd get me bouncing over the moon, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Which is bullshit. It is bullshit. Like they're just like, oh, it didn't perform in like five minutes. Let's let's uh, write it off and never do anything with it again. I'm gonna hate on Crunchyroll until they fix this by bringing us to season two. Like I will forever, you know, resent them for doing this to us. Yeah, yeah, supposedly the first season did decently well by expectations that just the parties involved could not come to an agreement. Well, I mean, that's if that's the case, that's fine. But why write it off to the point you can't even buy it digitally, let alone physically, you know? If it did okay, why do that? Yeah, they can't because they can't make to any them money it's damaged it. goods. Yeah, they can't make any money off of it. They couldn't, they didn't um bank off of the series by promoting the games or remastering the games or releasing well, a new game. This was just like this felt like a completely failed 
project on the production part of it, except they for the actual anime the was games. good. They did they did remaster the games shortly before the show came out. Well, yes, I know I know that, but because we talked about it then. But the problem is there was no agreement to oh, to push any of that yeah. advertising. Like all of this, they, there could have been some great partnerships. And instead, like like you have a really good quality first season that left a lot of unfinished story and nothing else. And and like this was just as far as a, a potential for money making, it feels like completely failed on all on all parts here. And it's really frustrating that as a fan, you have to bear the consequence of not having the finished story. You know, you just want to know what happens next. Like, I don't, I'm, it's not my job to worry about how to advert. That's your job. You made this. You worry about that. I just want to watch what happens next. Give me a season two Crunchyroll. And I'll stop talking shit on you. I promise. I'll take a season two any day of the week. Absolutely. Mm. The content's there. Shenmue 3 exists. Sorry, I'm hijacking the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, Girl, I will never complain about talking about Shenmue. Spe- speaking of uh, uh, multimedia marketing, Ninja Kamui's getting a game. Yeah, I saw that. I can that's, see that. That's... Yeah, but they didn't say who's developing it. Yeah, that's the real That's the real question. Uh, hopefully somebody good <laughs> not in this amount of time they're gonna do that you're gonna wow. get you're gonna get the game mill uh the game well, you don't developers. you don't know how long they've been working on it it's gonna be one of those like battle games like you know uh you know comic chronicles and it's Bernardo just gonna be a hack and slash no i vote for sucker punch they did ghost of tsushima and they did such a good job oh, with I it would, i would love for that that would make me I very mean, happy that yeah. that would be great but i doubt they can afford them yeah, it seems to me, um, talking with the game groups that I'm in and knowing the, uh, talking to the journalists that I know, it, it seems to me, Sketch, you might be right that it might be either some hack and slash or even a Metroidvania style game. Oh, now, now, Metroid, now we're talking about style game. Now you're talking about platform. Um, okay, okay. It should be, it should be all platforms, um, it wouldn't be anything anything specific unless they go towards uh, new next gen um, the PS5 uh, Xbox uh, Series X stuff. If they're going to do anything intensive like a 3D platformer type thing, but I don't think with this one they might go the realm of something of a um, met uh, the Mummy uh, Devolved, which oh, was that a, was a really uh, good one. Yeah, yeah, a Metroidvania. T- style uh, thing. What but, was that ninja game that, that the uh, messenger cyber shadow? Yes, the messenger. Oh, messenger. They really could good. go something like that. Um, that's the most likely choice if they said, "Hey, a game is being developed." Let's say they started this game development. Um, they were already halfway through developing up the show. They want to do a prequel or something. They said, "Hey, hand it off to them." You can't really get a good uh, a AAA game out within what no. six months to a year. So no, <laughs> no. yeah, the best yeah, way they're no. going to do it is I'm going to be, be honest, a. I'd rather like yeah. a double layer indie game than a AAA because AAA isn't AAA mm-hmm. anymore anyway. Yeah, yeah. Your your best bet they're going to give you some type of a retro stylish game or a hack and slash game. 
I in if that they do thing, that for a prequel, that sounds pretty interesting. Like you, you would be the main character going on his ninja assassin missions. Yeah, I think they're probably going to do something like that. I know. Did they say that there was a comic coming out that does that's a prequel with it or no? The press release didn't say anything, but I thought I heard somewhere else that there's a comic coming beforehand. But it'll I don't be know. interesting uh, to see how they market all of this. Well, if it's together. coming beforehand, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it, not it out yet, out so now. probably. <laughs> but yeah, the game, the game's probably going to be a prequel to it. Um, it's not going to be a Samurai Jack type thing where they say, "Hey, this is the real ending," you know, of the of the show. If you buy the game. Um, oh yeah, they did do that. <laughs> Yeah, which was a better ending than the actual one. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, I still haven't played that game. I haven't either, but it's, I, I know what the ending difference is, though. It's fun. Um, it's it's a it's hack and slash 3D, but you're playing a Samurai Jack. So it's a little bit funner than normal. But um, yeah, gaming-wise, it should be one of those hack and slash uh, Metroidvania-type retro-type game um i don't know when that's coming out i mean them not saying the developer kind of worries me that it's like that oh is very you don't have anything lined up you're saying you want to license this thing out as a game and it's coming but they don't know the date they don't they don't want to release that stuff and it's like oh just the marketing team's like ah, just put something out there because we need we got the deal but we need to just put something out there so people know and get hyped for it and it's like no one's talking about the game you know, no one's. Yeah, I'm looking at social media even now. No one's talking about does a game attached to it, and it's like, shouldn't you want to even throw a trailer out for that, or even not? Let's. I mean, my let's, guess is if they're I, if they're not, then it's not ready. Yeah. Because yeah. we I've seen in the past like, what was the one game that they hyped up by showing trailers, and then when it came out, it was like a complete catastrophe. It was this famous one where it was like a self-sustaining, like endless universe, and the players. Um, no you know Man's, what I'm talking. No Man's Sky. Ah uh, yes, yeah. yeah, No Man's Sky. So I think ever since all of the fiasco with No Man's Sky, it's been which they did fix, but yeah, but 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 game developers are very cautious about releasing trailers when they don't have the content to support it yet so it could be it could be that the reason they're not marketing it is they just aren't able to market it but but i am curious i am curious to see if if you know whatever however this game looks like how what they're intending to do as far as marketing because i would think they would want to pair it with this anime somehow on oh. maximize on the on it being out. Supposedly it's coming out in spring. Okay, they need so to start, they need to start advertising it then. They need to start showing <laughs> that, gameplay. That, that, that game needs to be done if it's coming out in the spring. Yeah, yeah. They, need to, they need to have. Oh, okay, okay. So trailers. they 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 could be like they'll probably start promoting the game in the middle of the series. Yeah. Or they maybe like at, towards to the end of the series. Yeah, I I mean, if if it ties along with the game, if it ties along with the show and you're watching it and it's like episode, what, 10 and they start promoting it, I could see that being it's like the a, new tsunami immersion. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I could I could see Tom doing a review on this game. Yeah. That's well, going to okay. be like weird. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be pretty yeah. fun. 
Yeah, people were joking. Yeah, <laughs> Tom's going to review it. It's going to be a six out of ten. <laughs> oh. I don't think I've ever seen him give a bad review to a game. No, no, it they don't. Really they don't do review that. games that they won't give at least a seven. I have a feeling they won't show a review of a game that they're not going to give a seven to. So, like, if no. it is a shitty game, then they just don't show it. And they can also just preview the game without actually reviewing it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Did did they get a new game room recently? They did. So it is new. I he, uh, on one of the reviews, I recently uh, went through and got a, um, a bunch of the reviews uh, off of YouTube, and one of them's like, hey, we've got a new game room. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. Swanky. <clears throat> that's 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 all you get this year. No, uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, Tom and Sarah Adventure. No, uh, no, no, uh, 2D animated Tom and Sarah <laughs> thing. Just we're just, still just in January. Calm down. Let's not, let's not set it's us a up. It's a little early that. to say that. Yeah, Kuro, Kuro, but I feel it. I feel the mood. We've, we've had these. We've had this bump style since the return in 2022. It's there's a whole year to go. Okay. I I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, uh, came up with new bumps for a, a, a new uh, a new look for when Ninja Kamui starts because they've done that before with uh, original series launches. I will say though, although it's been a while, I do actually like the style that we had since the return. I think it's fine. I don't, I don't have a problem with them sticking with it. It's just, it's just weird. It is, it's, it is strange. I will give you that. But it's been so long. They need to fix their website. They absolutely <laughs> need to fix yeah, their website. They gotta, that, yeah. that schedule has been off for like the last couple of months, and the Dead Cells uh, review has been up there. It's a good thing that they uh, link to our website so that we can provide actual updates. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The other day, Paul's like, "We should, uh, we should be producing more content again." I was like, "Oh, gee, that that uh, that's a, that's a great idea, Paul. Who has the time for that?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting that podcast almost every week. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll do video game reviews. That's what I did in the past. <laughs> so give I, me any Toonami video game, any Toonami show that's been turned into a video game, I'll do it. Huh. To be fair, I do need to crack out an editorial at some point. We have yeah. a Twitch. We have our Twitch stream that occasionally our faithful friends will jump on and play video games on. Jeez, how long has it been since somebody's done that? I don't know, but I'm I'm year pretty sure Fabian ago. uses it, so a year and a half ago. That's the last time you've been live, it says. Whoa! Oh, well, I guess he doesn't anymore. Actually, that might have been the last time we did a live show. Yeah. 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 Uh may well be. Oh, but where will we get eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, even when I'm watching the Gurren Lagann movie and Simone's yelling out, well, that may well be. And I'm like, but where will we get eggs? <laughs> oh, Clerks, the animated series is infectious. 
it was so cool watching the Gurren Lagann movies on the big screen. For the second one, when they're throwing around galaxies as shuriken, I did the 4DX and yeah, that, that shook a lot. <laughs> and you really felt those galaxies flying by. I sure did. It actually didn't uh, hurt as much as when I saw Dragon Ball Superhero. <laughs> I was like, I got I got to do this. I might regret it later, but I will regret it more if I don't go. <laughs> I wish I'd known sooner about those because I wasn't able to go, but I really would have loved to have. They did a good job. Uh, re, re, uh, well, it's it's not exactly a redub. There's quite a few changes, actually. It's um, quite quite a few changes. So, but obviously, some parts are exactly the same, and they uh, dubbed them again. And they got pretty much everybody back except for Nia's first voice. Uh, obviously, Hinden Walsh has plenty of other things she's doing. <laughs> so they had her uh, later voice voice all of all of her, not not just when she got older. But otherwise, uh, oh, and uh, I'm pretty sure Dave Mallo has retired entirely, and that's why he wasn't Amaro and Fooly Cooly Grunge. But instead of uh, <laughs> getting Aaron LaPlante like uh, Fooly Cooly Grunge did, they had Crispin Freeman voice the anti-Spyro, which... That is I think an interesting choice. I think it's an upgrade, honestly. Though there is something to say about the otherworldly feeling of the performance that Dave Mallow gave, you know, but I always had the hardest time not being like, that's just the Power Rangers narrator. <laughs> I know it's it's on Jamon too, but that's just the Power Rangers narrator at the end of the universe. <sighs> but yeah, Crispin Freeman. Did a did a great job oh, yeah, taking over that does. as he as he does. I uh yeah great great job on that dub and ah uh, so great hearing Steve Bloom as Leron again so oh, great oh yeah you gotta love Leron and my man Yuri Lowenthal still got it <laughs> he can still sound like young Simo no problem that is quite impressive. He's gonna. He's got that high range still. Very, very good stuff. Good dub. Uh, certainly hope that they don't just make that a, a theater exclusive thing and they make it available otherwise. I'm sure it'll be a very expensive box set. <laughs> and I'll probably buy it. <laughs> Uh, I still need to get the the Blu-ray set for the show. I eventually picked that up. Uh, I I I got it at a decent enough discount that I wasn't like throwing up. I have the <laughs> old it Bandai was still set, but, expensive. But I'm not I'm not hurting for it. But I kind of want it for the better quality video, you know. Totally, totally understand. Uh, alas, I parted ways with my Bandai set and I'm very sad about that to this day. Ooh, that's a good set too. It's really pretty. Yeah, Still got the core drill though. Oh yeah, I've got the core drill. I've got that box. I've got the soundtrack. I even have the backpack still. Did I keep the soundtrack? I think I did. Bad. 
It's a nice soundtrack. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. I love that soundtrack. Uh, I, I love that show. Oh, yeah. For uh, all its faults, I love that show. I consider it to be one of the best anime I've ever seen, personally. So I feel that way, too. I'm... It's one of those series that's just super great, unless you got a bitch in you're telling you it's not. <laughs> I've never actually had anyone tell me it's not, so why? When you said it for its faults, I'm like, why are we saying that about Gurren? Ah, <laughs> uh, might be more of a personal issue for me. Uh, well, that's under <laughs> in my friend group, but uh, I digress. Ah, the. Uh, Tsunami's good. Watch Tsunami it. Tsunami is very good. <laughs> it's the uh, best time to be a Tsunami fan in a very long time. And I, I dare say it's probably the best in, since Space Dandy was on. So, like, best in 10 years. That, uh, boy, we could be here all day debating that. But, yeah, we could. I, my point is, it's better than it's been in a while. Yes. A good while. Good long while. The there is there is signs of life, <laughs> Captain. We are detecting life signs on Tsunami, yes. and uh, flourishing life at that. Indeed, a little a little something for lots of different people. I'm not going to say everybody, because not everybody likes licorice recoil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who who could who could we be talking about here? Who could we? Who could I don't we? know. No, it's a, it's a, objectively it's a good block right now, and it's going to be really great when we add Nijakamui to it. So I think um, things are picking up this year. I will miss Doctor Stone though. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Doctor Stone's always fun. Yeah, Doctor Stone is a is a good series. I really hope that the it doesn't take too long to come up with the next season. I'm ready. Well, the manga is over, so... I'm just very impatient for this story to move along, and, like... Oh, I get it. I get it. It does feel, it, on one hand, like, like they get caught up in these, like, micro-situations that sort of derail the progress they're trying to make towards the overall mystery. On the other hand, it is a constant, like, what's happening moment in Dr. Stone, so I, I'm just a very anxious to know what happens next <laughs> no i, I am I right you. there with you yeah uh we're catching up to where i fell off of the manga so i'm gonna be there with you pretty soon yeah <sighs> i might actually start reading ahead of the manga <laughs> um i will say um <laughs> the next set of the manga pretty good it's pretty 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 good i uh, i suspect so it, it seems like we're building up to some very interesting things. And we will talk about Dr. Stone again soon-ish. We yeah. got some other things that we got to talk about before yeah, then. Coming up on the end of this recap um, for Dr. Stone. So mm-hmm. time, to, time to do that soon. Soon, but we've uh, we've got a lot of moving parts going on right now because we got Ninja Kamui coming in just two weeks. <laughs> wow! So we gotta yeah, no, everything's moving quick. Mm-hmm. One one can hope that they didn't just front load the year with everything they got. 
Yeah, let, let us I'm hope. not that's too hope. concerned about that. I I get the feeling they they put out content when they have it available. I feel like when they get something, then they are like, okay, we have it now. We can post it. Like, I don't think they would front load. Um, they well, give it to us when they get it. Well, yes, but I, I, I mean, what I'm saying is that they just happen to have like all of their stuff right now. So they're putting it all on right now and then maybe a dry spell afterwards for a while. Hopefully not. Hopefully not like last year or the year before. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing any more tweets about Primal. I'm I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, because there's going to be a third season. Yeah. It'll be back. <laughs> It'll be back. Well, yeah, they're like they're pretty, pretty secure at the moment. I mean, IGPX is going to fill that 230 slot until basically June and they have all these other shows that are just starting out right now. So yeah, we, we could, could be a while before they need to resort to double dress Rosa again, which wouldn't <sighs> be a bad thing. Would not be a bad choice to keep that going anyway. Is Shippen yeah. and ending in what? 26 episodes, something like that. It's, it's coming up. Yeah. So they only have to worry about what they'll probably do a redo of Kamari Ninja Kamari. Um, what I would they would probably do a sub version of Kamari or maybe the dub. I don't know, but they would probably do that after it ends or do some type of what what you know, they do a marathon of that. And then you have to only fill that one and then maybe Shipperton. You only have to have two shows. The rest couldn't be whatever. They have enough for, I think, that. Yeah. Uh, isn't Lazarus supposed to come out this year, too? That could show up before the end of the year, but I don't know. Considering how some of these things have gotten delayed, I wouldn't necessarily be sure it's coming. And they're still working on Uzumaki. So that's yeah, We're yeah. Never Uzumaki. That's never happening. In the Q and A today, up. somebody asked about Uzumaki. The Vargo says, "Yeah, we're gonna finish it this year. <laughs> you're you're gonna finish it this year. Oh, you mean it's it's not finished yet? <laughs> this reminds me of Final Fantasy 15, and like <laughs> that, and what a disappointment that ended up being. <laughs> I'm uh. <laughs> I'm 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 taking bets now. What's coming out first, Uzumaki or Metroid Prime Four? <laughs> hey, hey, they could both come out this fall. At least Steven brought up Uzumaki. I I've been the one bringing it up, and I've just given up on it completely. So it's going to happen. Someone else who brought it up. It's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop saying that. It's going <laughs> to happen. It's in the SAG after database. It has to happen. <laughs> that's that's why I'm like, it's Sketch not. Sketch is living yet. on hopes and dreams. Well, well they, had a, they had a, a one minute and like 25 second preview. Well, that's over for, uh, for SDCC. And they had it. I mean, they had it last year. So they have that much work done. We know that. 
that's about it. Yeah, but I've learned that sometimes those previews are the are no, aren't we, the actual cuts of the series. Sometimes they will make a preview. Yeah, and the preview isn't the series itself. It's just. Like, it's pretty evident that that was the case with Fena. It's pretty evident that that was the case with Nijikamawi, seeing as they drastically changed what the main character looks like. So. Well, they were hoping yeah. nobody would notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, so they, it worked on notice, me. I didn't know he did. had hair. <laughs> what? Blonde hair? What? That never happened. They're thinking, like, oh, fuck, someone noticed. <laughs> <laughs> We 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 pay way too much attention to these things. <laughs> it's almost like we're uh, podcast people, and we focus on the topic of our podcast. Almost, just as if, just as if, and just as if, unless we get sidetracked and start talking about other things, which we do all. Which happens frequently. Yes, especially if it's One Piece. Especially if it's One Piece. Oh yeah, uh, that's what happens when half our crew are obsessed with it. <laughs> I don't know about half. Well, at maybe, least maybe a third. At least, at least you and me. Follows me. <laughs> yeah. Paul, if you're listening, you still owe Kura that mug. It's never no, going to happen. That's right. I that, gave up and bought my own. I gave up and bought my own, but uh, yeah, yeah, we need those mugs. <laughs> Especially if he's pressing three for more things content. you can count of in life. Three things he, you can count of in life. One, death. Two, taxes. Three, Paul's never going to get you that one piece mug. No. <laughs> you know what's even worse? He's sitting there pushing for more content. I'm like, Paul, who do you think's going to come up with the content? <laughs> we need something. We don't get paid for this. We need a little something. The least you can do is get me the goddamn one piece mug. <laughs> He doesn't Which... even like One Piece that much. <laughs> it's just it's the besides, principle. Of the yeah, matter. that's beside the, the, the point. <laughs> I have a I have a One Piece mouse pad. Oh, uh, which which characters are on it? No, none. It's it's a map. It's a huge map, and then it's got oh. it's got the straw hat um, flag symbol on it. It's great. It's oh, cool. It's, it's pretty big. It's almost it's almost the size of my. Um, laptop keyboard. It's it's huge. I love it. I gotta get love me it. one of those. I'm gonna text you. Well, I think I bought it initially to give to you, and then <laughs> I didn't do that, and now I use it. <laughs> That's it. So now we know who the real One Piece fan is, <laughs> <laughs> or or someone who needed a um, a mouse pad. I'll I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> yes, please do. I want to see this. <sighs> All right, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Wrap it up. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. You can follow us on facebook.com backslash tsunami faithful podcast and on Twitter at tsunami podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Podbay, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Radio.com, Spotify, and the TuneIn app. And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash tsunami faithful podcast and get the latest news by following at tsunami news on twitter and read the news views and reviews on tsunami faithful.com and if paul has his way we'll have more of those things <laughs> <laughs> if paul gets his way 
Well, for sure, we do have some things cooking. Uh, Yumiko will probably do something for uh, Attack on Titan, even though we already had that podcast. I mean, I feel like we're just repeating ourselves if we do this, but well, yeah, her perspective would be different than you, me, and her perspective? Question mark. True. I mean, she's done lots of Attack on Titan yeah, editorials, so that's true. I'm I'm sure she's I'm sure there's some more meat on them bones. Yeah. Yeah, and I like when she writes about Attack on Titan. Her pieces are pretty interesting. They are. Mhm. Mhm. For anything else, I, I don't know. <laughs> there's things to talk about, but I I just assume talk about it on a podcast more often than not. I mean, so that's we, what I've been doing. We got content. We got content if we need to. We can, but but if there's something you are interested in, listeners, tell us and we will f- try to find a way to make it happen. What do you want to read about? What do you want to see on the website? Let us know. Give us your feedback. Yes. Via through the email at podcast.tunamifaithful.com or you could message us on Twitter or use hashtag Tunami Talkback or whatever. So. Give us your feedback. Feedback. It's always appreciated. And your listenership is always appreciated, dear listeners. Thank you for uh, listening to us rattle on about various things. And, uh, yeah, we will go ahead and get out of here. So, Stephen, tell them where they can find you. Hi. Uh, yeah, uh, I can uh, be found at uh, MXA Ghosts on Twitter.com. That's basically... Any other social media platform that, that that I do, and you see half of my tweets in the morning and afternoon on Tsunami Faithful, on Tsunami News, on Twitter too. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Maybe dial it down on the Yu-Gi-Oh references. Hey, hey, I get one every week. That's what CJ told me. <laughs> well, CJ's not around right now. I'm okay. the man in charge. Okay, then I won't do one. You get one every month. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to write that down and note it. <laughs> look, 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 I'm a, I'm kind of a purist in this regard. I think Yu-Gi-Oh! was barely on Toonami. <laughs> so I just... I know, I just, but that one week, was it was beautiful. <laughs> At least you're not standing Bakugan. He's going to start standing Bakugan! <laughs> <laughs> and then there was Bakugan. <laughs> it was there and then Baku gone by the next week. <laughs> but it still replaced One Piece and that was painful. Not as painful as when it was replaced by Tokyo Ghoul, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> nah, probably about just as painful. God, I love trolling on Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> it never gets old. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Funny, you were so gentle about it until it finally ended and then you were like all right now i can say everything that i've been thinking and i haven't been able to say it was fantastic <laughs> i look i don't I, there are things about it that i you think say are, it. you can't even <laughs> say it <laughs> i i i, I season one there, was pretty good there there are some interesting concepts and characters in tokyo ghoul I don't like Kaneki. I 
kind of get what they were going for, but I don't like them. Oh, Kaneki is <laughs> especially just, in yeah. season two. Season two is the problem. Um, it just mm. no, Kaneki's the problem. I mean, he's, he's also. The... I didn't mind him in season one though. Season one, he was fine. He was just a normal guy. Can't we all agree it's just a zombie show I about mean, a guy yes. who doesn't want to yes. eat people, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but I thought the whole zombie, like the ghoul society, was kind of interesting. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't interesting. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, gonna die on that to... hill. There's a lot of unlikable characters in that story. Yeah. Yep. yep. And when your main character is one of them, that's a problem. That's a yeah. big problem. <laughs> also, it just straight up torture porn at times. Yes. Like, I'm not into that. I don't, that I don't was, want that. That was when I really, really disengaged. And, yeah, um, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to show us ripping off fingernails, okay? <laughs> you can stop, stop that. There's this, there's this concept in storytelling tame. where you pull away uh, it, because it's worse in your head than when you see it. Like Star Wars Episode 2, Anakin slaughtering sand people. We don't see that, but you all know what happened. You could do no, that, Tokyo Ghoul. You could this do that. Is how, this is how strongly I felt about it. I would rather watch Season 2 of The Promised Neverland again than watch Tokyo Ghoul ever Ooh. in my life. Ooh. I don't know if I'd... Well, maybe I would, actually. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. That's a tough question. In case question. there was any question of how terrible and how strongly I felt about how terrible well, it was. I'm, I'm not sure which one of those I'd rather watch. They're both pretty bad. See, look, we, we <laughs> managed a real Sophie's to, choice. We managed to derail once again the conversation. <laughs> on, on the wrap-up of all things. Come that, on. that never happens. Except for always. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, Laser, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. You can find me on Blue Sky, if I ever actually post there, at LaserKid. And whenever I write them, you'll find my editorials on Toonami Faithful. Okay. And Kuro, where are you going to find you? I'm still on Twitter, at Happy Crow Kitty. Um, if you want your feed filled with delightful videos of cats, anime, Final Fantasy, and Lord of the Rings. And um, I am on the Toonami Discord. And you'll find me mostly playing a lot of Final Fantasy 16 these days. Because it's an amazing game, and you should all play it. I've heard very good things. And I, yep. I do, I can, uh, if you would like to see me write for the Toonami Faithful website again, I can I can start doing that. I have ideas, so let I me know. I have ideas, I just have to have, have the time and the energy to do it. <laughs> At me on Twitter. Say, we miss hearing from you, Kuro, and I'll be like, yeah, all right, I'll write something. You know what else you can find me doing is watching the next season of Blue Exorcist because oh, yeah. obviously something we'll also never see on Toonami, but <laughs> we, never uh, got, we didn't even get season two. It's Aniplex, so it's possible. They got to give us season two first. Yeah. They... Season two, Kyoto Saga has some really great Kura action and it, it does a good job of retconning the terrible ending of season one. Well, so. it basically ignores the second half of season one. Which it should. Which is As exactly it what it should. should do, because that's that basically it's just like, yeah, we're going to continue from where we left off adapting the manga. Here you go. But more importantly, everyone's favorite demon cat. Yes. That's what matters. And Sketch, where can they find you? 
can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984 and on Blue Sky at Sketch1984. And we're also all on the Toonami Faithful Discord. Join us on there. Yes. That's actually we, where I met most of you guys back in the day. We'll attempt to have more actual conversation. <laughs> yeah, we'll attempt. No promises. Uh, it's been a while since we've... Uh, We've uh, sussed or other games. We really should, yes. It's been a while. Yeah, time, time to Among Us. Mm-hmm. Us. Time to get our murder on. There's been so many updates to that game since the last time I played it. Oh, I'm gonna be gosh. totally out of my depth. <laughs> Which will look really sus, actually. <laughs> actually, that might be the perfect reason to play. That is the perfect reason to play and the perfect excuse for why I'm not acting right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh it's a it's a foolproof plan. All we right. should do that and then put that on our Twitch stream. Yeah. yeah do that. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I for feel sure. like some of our, our Among Us games have been exercises in hilarity for sure. I definitely agree. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening each and every time that you do. Be sure to share the podcast with your friends if you think they'd uh, enjoy it, because we, we'd love to expand our listenership to anybody who would be interested. We realize that we are a niche market, but we're filling it, baby. <laughs> We're filling it. Or maybe we're just full of it. Both can be true. Yes, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> hey, we're having fun, and we just want you to have fun, too. So That's right. We're having fun. It's what we do. So, once again, thank you for listening. And until next time, we're kicking grenades into another room. <laughs> and it was fun, fun, fun till Daddy took the licorice away. What the hell? <laughs> 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 <laughs>